Yes, let's see. I think I'll turn over to the loudspeaker. River Radio. Hello? This is only a test. This radio station will remain on the air, day and night. Across the Thames Valley. Turn on the radio and let's have some music. Radio. Spread the word. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Inside the Music Scene with me, Tara Dean. I'm super, super excited for this show, and everybody who's seen my promotion for the show, I know that you are so excited too. We are with each other on this one. So I have got a jam-packed show for you once again, don't I, every week? I have got some local music, which I'm actually starting off the show with from Don't Look Now. Absolutely fantastic local band, very reminiscent of the beautiful South. Also, I've got an interview with an absolutely phenomenal guitarist. It's Robin Rob Robin Ban- Banerjee. Do you know what? I practiced Robin's surname so much that I couldn't get his first name right. It's great. It's going to be great to start off with me to go on. Robin Banerjee. That's who I'm joined with today. So, Robin is going to be with me right until kind of about quarter to eight. And Robin is mostly known for his work with Amy Winehouse. I'm just so thrilled that Robin can join me today. But before we go on to talking to Robin all about his career, he's got so many original projects as well. I'm going to be playing a little bit of Don't Look Now. And this is their Christmas song. So let's make this Christmas number one. It won't be Christmas without you on River Radio. Don't feel like Christmas, it 
Listening to River Radio. This is Inside the Music Scene with me, Tara Dean. Now, you just heard It Won't Be Like Christmas. And that was by Don't Look Now. And that is a local band to our local area. And I really do like them. You know, as I said earlier, I really do feel like they are very reminiscent of the beautiful South and all the South as they are now known. And that is one of my favourite bands of all time, which is why I think I like this band so much. So thank you so much, Don't Look Now, for sending me in your music. If you want to be like Don't Look Now and open my show with some fantastic music, you can do so by sending me your music at tara at river.radio. Or also you can also send me a message on Instagram at Music or on all River Radio social media at River Radio Live. Now, I have got a very, very, very special guest. I have got Robin Banerjee with me. And actually, Robin has performed this very song that's in the background with Amy Winehouse herself. So, Robin, are you there? Can you hear me? Good evening, Tara. I can. Fantastic. Do you know what? It's always really worrying when you've left someone on Zoom for a long time. You think something's bound to have gone wrong. So I'm really glad you're still there and you can hear me fine. I am so excited to have you on the show today. Um, Not just because of your kind of connection with Amy Winehouse, someone who I wrote my dissertation on. Um, Your original music and the projects that I've seen through checking out your social media are absolutely fantastic so before we go into diving right into your original music and maybe having some anecdotes about amy a little bit later on tell me about robin tell me about when was the first time that you realized i really want to do music as my career well when i was at school i was about eight or nine years old and you know when you're you're sort of offered this meeting is being recorded to play an instrument um I just naturally went for the guitar, you know, mm-hmm. classical guitar. And uh, looking back now, I thought that was quite a, an interesting um, choice because it was, uh, I wasn't really interested in any other instrument after that. I kind of just became slightly obsessed with the guitar from quite an early age. Wow, I love that. And do you remember the kind of the first time that you just... Did you hear somebody play and think, actually, that that's, that's why I really wanted to do that? 
Yeah, pretty much, you know, um, when I was growing up, you know, there was a lot of jazz on the radio. So I'd, oh, okay. I'd hear um, George Benson, who was like a jazz guitarist. Um, he's still doing his thing now, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I was inspired by his kind of jazzy, stroke, soulful music. Give Me the Night, On Broadway, um, The Ghetto, mm-hmm. uh, to name but a few songs that he, he composed and played on. Um, and it was his soloing style that I really was inspired by and oh. something that I picked up later myself. Fantastic. So do you have a similar guitar to those that inspire you or have you gone kind of on your own path of finding a guitar that suits your own sound? Well, I guess, you know, when I was um, growing up and learning the guitar, I, I went through quite a few guitars to basically today having the instrument that I've always wanted. And mm-hmm. if, I, if I may, I'll, sh- I'll show you here. Yes, and then I can post this on Instagram as you can, as you heard yeah. earlier, this meeting is being recorded. So um, yeah. I can show people on Instagram. It's a beautiful guitar. And if you pan down slightly, you can actually see um, the amazing kind of uh, the tone of the guitar, the lovely red that kind of goes out to a kind of a dark brown colour. And I love the detail on the fretboard as well. It's fantastic. And, and what kind of, yeah. that's a Gibson, you told me earlier, but what, what kind of guitar yeah. is it? It's called the Gibson Birdland, mm-hmm. and it's primarily used for, for styles like jazz and, and soul and rock and roll and a bit of um, reggae. Um, because of the hollow body nature, it gives you that kind of warm, jazzy tone. Mm-hmm. And I sold a, four guitars and cash to buy it. Um, you sold four guitars? I- yeah. Oh my gosh. So that must be an amazing guitar for somebody who loves to guitars to actually sell their own guitars. That That's incredible. Have you got quite a big guitar collection or has it literally just become this one guitar now? At the moment, I'm just counting. I've got six. You've got six. At my, at wow. my peak, there was, most guitars would tell you they, they end up getting like 12, 14 guitars. And were um, you in that kind I of ballpoint as well? I was, and, and I ended up just flogging them when 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 uh, times were tough, you know, yes. needed the cash and all that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm really proud that I've got an instrument that I feel proud and happy to play. I think that's what most musicians really want. It ultimately mm-hmm. is an instrument that sort of, you know, um, something they feel comfortable playing and sounding and everything. And uh, I'm sure you know a bit about that as well, playing guitar and singing yourself. Yeah, definitely. It's so nice to have a guitar that you really feel at home with and you know it's kind of kind of, it's going to have your back. I know that sounds really weird, but it just you know that it's going to be okay. You know it's going to really support you through the, your show. If you have a guitar that you can't rely on or the strings always go out of tune because something's not quite right on the uh, I don't know the way it's strung or the way the the bridge is set or something. Um you know you really lose confidence and I, you do perform so much better when you have an instrument that you can rely on. So how long have you had that Gibson for? Is that an, is that a new purchase or have you had it for a long time? It's fairly new. I've had it just over three years. Oh, but that was actually quite yeah, nice really, to have it during yeah. lockdown. So you can really get like, <laughs> really get a yeah. lot of use out of that. Absolutely. I've done quite a few virtual videos during the lockdown with, with that particular guitar. Oh, have you really? So was that over on your social media or was that um, through bigger venues? How, how did you do that? It, it was just on you know, during the kind of height of the pandemic, I, it was all from home mm-hmm. and just like virtual um, videos with singers, duos. And it was, it was such a whole heap of fun. 
And that period, as we were on that subject, like uh, it was just such an amazing time because I connected with so many new people that I would probably otherwise wouldn't have connected with um, if I was just out mm-hmm. doing my usual circuit around here. I think that's really nice and I think a lot of musicians have actually had the same experience Um, and when I've spoken to people they've actually said a lockdown has been an opportunity to stop and actually connect which is exactly what you said so it's really nice that although it's been a bit rubbish isn't it I mean that's the understatement of the century but it's been tough but you've been able to find something really positive that's come out of it and I absolutely love that yeah Um, so have you been absolutely unique a unique time that you know to to create music that otherwise one maybe wouldn't have set aside time to do perhaps mm. in, in your busy schedule and completely yeah. completely have you been able to use your new guitar on stage at all i have because like i said i've had it just over three years so mm. i've done countless gigs before the restrictions were in place and as of recently as of last summer i started gigging with it again so yeah i've been playing in bars restaurants clubs hotels um whenever i get the chance it's my number it's my main guitar it's your main that's fantastic do you always bring a spare just in case to a gig or is that you you know you're just going to trust that one i just tend to bring one guitar Mm -hmm. um when i was younger i used to break a lot of strings but when when you get kind of better on your instrument your your technique gets better so therefore, I'd, I haven't broken a string for five years. Just incredible. I mean, you um, haven't broken like, a string for five years. Yeah, that must yeah, be a Guinness Book of World Records <laughs> entry. I swear. <laughs> I had um, yeah. somebody at. I, so I run lots of open mic nights in the area, and um, I uh, had a gentleman at my open mic night. He won't mind me sharing this. Um, he was playing my guitar. Um, luckily, it was my kind of my spare guitar, and um, he broke all but two of the strings and carried on the rest of his set just for two strings and he was able to do just the most fantastic um kind of bass rift because he still had the low e string and he was just able to make this music just from one string really and it was so incredible to i mean obviously all of my strings were broken i now have to restring my guitar but it was so cool to see the creativity like really you can see his brain adapt to right i've got one string now um what can i do it, it was really really interesting but um not breaking a string of five years definitely i think i might enter you in the guinness book of world records (laughs) (laughs) so let's play a little bit of music um we love to play music on this show you have got um an ep out called the international collection volume one that is correct and and that's mr pc scar jazz oh oh you're showing me it on the screen oh fantastic and uh Oh, I love I love a good CD as well as it being on stream platforms. Do you sell your CDs at your gigs then? Well, actually, not at the moment. When when I was in Argentina, yeah, they they were sort of selling them at gigs and stuff for mm-hmm. you know a few dollars, US dollars over there. Um, and uh, it's an ongoing project. I'm really excited about it because mm-hmm. whenever, as I don't know if we've mentioned, but it's based in Argentina. And the musicians are out there. And whenever I go out there, we do shows. We do the circuit in Buenos Aires. Oh, how lovely. uh, Yeah. That sounds so cool. So how did you start that? How did did you come together? And who who is in that project? Who is in that kind of Argentinian project? Well, my my co-band leader is a guy called Pablo. He plays sax. Mm. And he's a co-composer with me as well. 
and then the rest of the band are keyboards, drums and bass. Sometimes we alternate the players if they're not available. Mm-hmm. But it's basically me and the sax player Pablo. And it's it's a lovely sound. People get up and dance. It's scar jazz music. It's like uh, music you can tap your feet to and um a combination of covers and originals. Amazing. And do you know what? I've listened to this whole EP only once and I can't wait to listen to it again, actually. I'm so excited to go back and listen. And I know that next summer, the only thing I'm going to be listening to is this EP. It's a very kind of... It just makes me want to go on holiday, really, this EP. I really, really enjoy it. It's, it's, um, it doesn't have any vocals, does it? No, this EP is an instrumental EP. And I really like that because... You don't really come across them very often um, in this day and age. And I really think it's nice just to appreciate the music and appreciate the instrumentation of a track. You don't always have to have vocals. Um, And if you were to have vocals on this kind of music, what kind of voice would you go for? I think I would love a kind of jazzy, soulful, Mm. more on the jazzy side, actually, jazzy reggae soulful voice a bit a bit kind of like Billie Holiday Sarah Vaughan oh yes Bob Marley yeah the male you know definitely um, I feel like you need to collaborate loads of people uh, and just put loads of um, different voices on to see to see yeah. um see what it sounds like but you know what I actually really like the instrumentation version and the um it's, it's absolutely fantastic so let's play it let's play um blues for Robin now your name's Robin is this about you it is, not it to play my own horn, no pun intended. <laughs> a, it was written by the horn player for me and my trips to Argentina. Like, it's kind of a welcome, mm-hmm. thank you for coming, here's a song about you. Oh, well, that's just lovely. I absolutely love that. So let's play Blues for Robin now. And after this, I'm going to be playing the reverse, reverse track. As I know you all wait all week to hear this reversed track. And maybe it's going along with the theme of today. Maybe it's not. Maybe that's a clue. I don't know. But here we are. Here is Blues for Robin on River Radio after this. Across the Thames Valley. One more time. Across the Thames Valley. This, this is River Radio. Well, now for some pop music. Try this.
listening to River Radio. This is Inside the Music Scene with me, Tara Dean. And that was Blues for Robin by Mr. PC Scar Jazz. So today I'm joined by Robin Banerjee and... Robin is part of Mr. PC Scar Jazz, and he's just been telling us all about that. So before I bring Robin on next, I am going to play our reverse reverse track for today. I've made you wait 25 minutes. How mean am I? I know you love playing this game over on our social media, but you know what? The last two, the last two shows, I've kept it exclusive for our live listeners. If you would like to get in touch throughout the show at any point, make sure you get in touch at River Radio Live over on all social medias. And if you're a fan of email, you can get in touch at studio at river.radio. So let's hear your reverse track for the first time today. Right, what do you think it is? Do you know, it could be could be the theme it could be a theme of today that could be a clue but i'm I'm not going to give you too much away i'm going to give you some clues throughout the rest of the show make sure you get in contact and let me know what you think the reverse track is so robin is still on the line with me hi robin hello tara i absolutely love that song blues for robin and you know i know it's five and a half minutes long um but I didn't want it to end. I just felt like it just needed to keep going. And I just really wanted to be on the beach with like a really like really nice icy fruit drink or something really transported me to a beach somewhere. And I love it when music does that. I absolutely love it. So um, can you tell me a little bit about your original projects? Yeah, sure. Well, as you said, what what you've been listening to is Mr. PC Scar Jazz which I would say is my primary project. Um, oh, fantastic. Uh, it, it kind of um, is a live project and a studio project. Mm-hmm. And when we go live, it's primarily in Argentina um, when I make trips to Argentina. Uh, the reason I go to Argentina is I, the first connection was I was doing tribute bands to Amy Winehouse. Oh, okay. And from doing those gigs, I met these other guys who do... He said, why don't we try some original music? So it kind of worked that way. Mm-hmm. So I've been going there like five, six times for the last uh, two, three years uh, wow. prior to the pandemic. Of and, course, um, yes. <laughs> and um, so that's, that, that's, that's ongoing. And I would say that's one of my most enjoyable projects. Um, and if you'd like me to you know, mention the others as well. Yeah, um, you I mention can. as many as you would like. I, I think it's really <laughs> nice when you really enjoy a project as well. I think that's really important. But yeah, what other projects have you got? We'd love to know. Well, um, I'm, I've just recently met a lady called Catherine Lupino, mm-hmm. who invited me to start an acoustic electro band playing her original music. It's really exciting because it's all it's based here in the UK mm-hmm. and we're going to be doing a live music concert in January recorded to be aired at a later date. Oh, um, fantastic. Yeah, all of her original songs, are three tracks of originals mm-hmm. and a couple of covers as well. Um, so where's that concert being, going to be? Is that something that people can go to or are you using that as a recording session? It's a recording day. And it's all going to be filmed, different camera angles and professional oh. audio audio recording as well. That and sounds I think fantastic. Catherine is going to be, I think it, she's got that kind of voice, that diva pop 
pop soul diva voice, similar to Ed, more on the Adele side than Amy. Um, yeah, I would say definitely. She's got an edge, but it's more of a yeah, as you say, like an Adele edge rather than an Amy edge. She's fantastic. Yeah. I will be playing um, one of her covers a little bit later on in the show, just so people can really hear Catherine's voice. Um, so, how did you start that um, collaboration? Is that is that something that happened through lockdown as well, like you were saying earlier? Well, it was um, a situation where a lot of musicians, I'm sure you'll understand this, you you tend to meet people and network at gigs. So I was doing another gig with another mm-hmm. artist and she was in the audience, um, oh. a friend of the singers. So then she contacted me literally three weeks ago and we've got it all together in that time, like all the songs and our recording date is middle of January. Wow, what a fast turnaround that is. That's fantastic. It's really nice when you meet somebody and your creative kind of auras just really work together. Um, I'm really looking forward to hearing what Catherine has got for the future. I'll probably play Catherine's song right at the end of the show. Let's make people wait. It's definitely worth the wait. So let's talk a little bit about um, Lioness, a.k.a. the Amy Winehouse Experience. So um, you actually came to a local venue to Maidenhead, Norden Farm, and you did the yeah. show, didn't you? We did, we did. It was so much fun. And um, um, how, how did it go? It went really well. It was part of a 15-day UK tour. Wow. And Norden Farm was an amazing show, like really good People, you know, were singing the lyrics of, of Amy's songs and the covers that Amy sing. Oh, amazing. Um, and Emma Wright was our, our principal vocalist. Um, you may be, may have seen her over the years. She was, she's been on, like, Stars in Their Eyes and uh, some oh. kind of, you know, TV programmes. And she specialises in doing tribute acts. So she's, she's done Lady Gaga, Billie Eilish, and now Amy. Wow. Um, Do you know what? They're very different vocals. So I'm trying to imagine what she would have been like. So uh, did she um, try and kind of mimic what Amy sounded like or did she put her own twist on the music? Well, the feeling I had by the end is that she really was putting her own twist Mm -hmm. on Amy's songs. But being it a tribute um, show and tour, she would obviously dress up with with the wig that Amy used to, you know, wear. Not that Amy wore a wig, but No, the be- beehive, <laughs> um, wasn't it, that she had yeah, and it the was beehive. So yeah. so she would dress up like Amy, but she'd she'd kind of like um sing with her own kind of singing voice and not be mimicking. That's the feeling I had. Mm. Um she'd be doing her own twist on it. I think that's amazing, that's really yeah. nice because um sometimes Otherwise, people will be comparing her to Amy so much all the time, um, yeah. you know, and it's really nice that she was able to bring her own creativity and twi- twist to it as well. I'm so gutted I couldn't come to the show. Are you thinking of doing the show again in the future? Well, at the moment, Lioness are on a sabbatical because Emma actually is going to take a break for a while, maybe to start a family and do other things. Oh, well, that, that's but, lovely. Yeah, so I think 2022 is going to be... It's possible that I might join another tribute band and form another one in the UK, mm-hmm. but I don't know yet. Watch this space. Watch this space. Fantastic. <laughs> and just before we carry on, um, where can people find you on social media? How can people keep up to date with everything you're doing? Uh, well, I keep my Instagram pretty much up to date. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, it's Robin. That's Fantastic. my... That's my uh, Instagram at Banerjee.Robin, all small letters. 
Fantastic. So I actually also tagged Robin over on my Instagram as well at Tara Dean Music and I will be posting something on at River Radio Live as well just in case you can't find Robin anywhere on social media. You've got no excuse because I'm going to tag him in everything. <laughs> so, um, you know, I know that we've only got you for another kind of 15-ish minutes, Robin. So I want to get loads of questions over to you. Um, we've had a few um questions in um and they are centered around amy so i wanted to get on to um the subject of you working with amy so you you started um performing within her band in 2006 is that correct yeah that's correct i got a call from the musical director who you Mm -hmm. may be familiar with his name is dale davis who was her bass player and um dale and also amy had actually seen me play in a reggae band that I was in called Jazz Jamaica. Oh, okay. Yeah. And we were on, Jazz Jamaica were on before Amy was on in a concert in Wales Mm -hmm. in 2004. Oh, so it really goes back. Going way back, yeah. Mm. And um, so it was a good 18 months before I got a call in around June, June 2006. And they were looking for someone. Um... And you know how it goes, it's all by introduction, word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel very blessed, very lucky. I was in like, you know, I was kind of expecting the call, but I just didn't know when it was coming. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> yeah, just because I'd made it my mission, if I may say, live on radio. I made it my <laughs> mission to play with Amy Winehouse. It was, it was a dream because I, I, I'm a fan of Amy from the, from the first moment she hit. Hit, mm-hmm. hit our screens with stronger than me and, and I'm, I'm, I'm still a fan today you know yeah. um, so to get to play with her was just an unbelievable um, dream and I just I just I always call it when people ask me I say look it was about being in the right place at the right time positive thinking and also like having similar styles so I think my guitar playing kind of fits that soul funk jazz retro style uh, reggae style that Amy um kind of used in her music definitely and you can definitely hear that within the music as well because you um were in the studio with her as well not just live so you actually performed on her album as well in was it back to black you performed on if you can yeah back to black yeah i played on six bonus tracks so you had the you had the back to black deluxe album yes uh, which had the back-to-back songs which were actually for people's information was recorded by an american band in new york like back to black and rehab Mm -hmm. was recorded by the dap kings but i was brought in and and the live band were brought in from the uk to do the live tour but also we ended up doing a recording day recording monkey man to know him is to love him uh uh cupid um Mm -hmm. all of these kind of covers that amy enjoyed singing that's nice that Amy was able to not only bring in her own songwriting on the Back to Black album, but then the deluxe was able to kind of bring in her favourite songs. And, you know, you can really have a little kind of look into the life of Amy and through kind of her own song choices and what, what she loves. So that's, that's, really, that's really cool. Um, so you said in your bio, which I've got a copy of, that your most proud, one of your most um, kind of your proudest moments is your guitar work on the acoustic version of Valentine's yeah that's correct i still remember it to this day you know it was like a november 2006 
Mm-hmm. And it was a live session on Joe Wiley's Live Lounge. Wow. Um, and it, everything just came together that afternoon. We just uh, knocked out the song live uh, with minimal instrumentation. And, and it just was a lovely, lovely afternoon. Was it a one take kind of um, one take kind of recording? It was, it was, you know, because you know how it goes. You know, you're live on radio. Um, you're on Joe Wiley's live lounge. No pressure. Just uh, you just got to go for it, and you just because uh, it, it, it all goes out live. So if, if there was any mistakes, it would have been there forever. But I think we done pretty well. I think you did. And do you know what? I think the Valerie live at BBC Radio 1 um, lounge, I think that that version is actually just as famous as the kind of Mark Ronson produced one. Um, For me anyway, I actually know the acoustic version more. So um, I've obviously been a fan of your your work without realising it for a very, very long time. And um, it's fantastic. So um, did you make up the guitar work on that? um, Or did you follow kind of what's been before? Or did you kind of have a little bit of creative kind of um, leeway with that? Well, Dale, you know, our musical director, he, he gave us license to, you know, he sort of just said, you know, just just play Valerie as it's written, but, you know, put your own flavour on it. So mm-hmm. I've stuck to the form. We stuck to the form. But I, I definitely, without realising it, I just made up my own parts, really, for it. Like, there's no reference. It's just, um, I just put my soul influences um, on the record and sort of just, you know, these little kind of noodly fills, like I kind of, there's a I kind of made that up <laughs> you know obviously not on the day I made that up kind of like in the rehearsal mm-hmm. um, and uh, we just we just wanted to give Amy a lovely sort of palette singers love palettes yeah a clean palette that you can just sing and feel safe and secure and inspired so definitely I it's, think it's the other fantastic guys, yeah, they, they just done their thing as well. Zantane Black on keys. Um, Nathan Allen on shaker. Um, and uh, Zalon and Ade famously on backing vocals. So how long um, have you known the band play. for before you did this live lounge um, uh, recording? Because you're very, very tight as a band. So there must be a lot of practicing. Or did you meet that day and you were just doing the musician thing of we're jamming? It just really worked. <laughs> From my recollection, we'd just come off a UK-based tour uh, uh, of Back to Black. We, it was her first tour, touring Back to Black, the album. Mm-hmm. And it was just, uh, it really kind of brought us closer together. And you can hear that in the song that we were just, you know, everything was just auto- automatic and smooth um, with a great sound in the studio. And, mm-hmm. you know, when you've got good sound and everything, it really inspires you and makes things easier. Definitely. I think that's what people don't necessarily um, realise. And I guess people that aren't necessarily musically musically inclined um, take it for granted, actually, that, um, you know, sometimes you're only as good as your sound engineer or, you know, it, the sound engineer is there to make you better, I guess, and really um, kind of promote the sound that you are playing. So I think that when you have a really good producer or a sound engineer at a live gig, it they are kind of the extra member of your band in a way, um, because it's really important that they put the exact amount of reverb, EQ it the way it's meant to be EQ'd or anything like that. So it's really nice that you had a really lovely experience with this. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to be playing this acoustic version right now on River Radio 
And then after this, I'm going to be asking you just a few more questions, Robin, and then I'm going to let you go. Lovely, Tara. It's been, it's been fun so far. Well, I've still got some questions to ask you, so to make sure that you don't close your Zoom, I've got some (laughs) questions that have been sent in as well. So maybe you sent some in over on social media. So make sure you stay listening in case I ask Robin one of your questions. This is Valerie by Amy Winehouse, obviously featuring our very own Robin Banerjee. Here we go. Across the Thames Valley. One more time. Across the Thames Valley. This, this is River Radio. Well, now for some pop music. Try this. Well, sometimes I go out buzzing and I look across the water. And I think of all the things, what's doing in my head. Since I come home, well, my body's been a mess, and I miss your gender hip and the way you like the daggers. I want you to come on over, stop making a fool out of me. Thank you. 
You're listening to River Radio and this is Inside the Music Scene with me, Tara Dean. And you just heard Valerie by Amy Winehouse. And that was a live acoustic version. Now in the background, you are hearing Valerie by uh, Amy Winehouse, an acoustic version as well. Can't get enough of her on this radio show. So joining me today, I have been joined all throughout the show by Robin Banerjee. And you know what? That was absolutely fantastic. It's actually nice to kind of hear it in a different light after you told me the story about her. So, um, I heard a little bit of male vocals in the backing vocals. Did did you um, do any backing vocals on that, Robin? Not me. I'm a closet singer, a shower singer. I leave that to the professionals. So that was Zalon and Ade on backing vocals. Fantastic. So you're a closet singer. I love that phrase. Have you ever sung on stage before? I have. I do what they call scatting. So I, oh, I'll you play scat? A song. I scat with the guitar, like I'll double with the guitar and, and do that. I don't sing lyrics, but I do scatting. Mm-hmm. Oh, fantastic. Well, do you know what? Scatting is something that people really do. Um, they actually study for, don't they? Scatting is one of the most trickiest things to sing. It's like even more tricky than singing. So the fact that you scat, that, that's really fantastic. Because Amy did a bit of scatting as well, didn't she? She did. She, she loved her jazz, so she'd always she'd always do a few runs herself. Mm-hmm. In the early days, she would um, just grab the mic and just change up the songs, really, like and just mm-hmm. just scat, you know. Definitely, and uh, do you know what? I'm really upset that I never got to see Amy perform live, um, and she's absolutely fantastic. But whenever you you see videos of her performing live. Every single song's different. And as you say, she always changed it up. But that just shows an incredible talent. And she really knew her run. She knew, she basically knew everything about jazz music, didn't she? Um, and it's absolutely fantastic. Um, so I have some questions for you about your time with Amy, Amy Winehouse. So if you've just tuned in, you were listening to River Radio, this is Inside the Music Scene. I'm joined by Robin, who actually played guitar with Amy on stage and also on some of her records as well. Um, and I bet, do you know what, we probably need another three shows to talk about all of your anecdotes and all of your amazing memories with um, Amy Winehouse. Um, but I have got a couple of questions that were sent in. Um, so... How does it feel to have shared the same stage as Amy? I bet it just feels amazing. It was. You hit the nail on the head. It was, first of all, a privilege and an honour to, because I recognised her talent and how amazing she was. She was naturally gifted um, and was just, I call her total music, really. And, And to be on stage with someone who kind of has that charisma mm-hmm. was just an amazing feeling being able to stand there with a guitar and accompany someone who just made music so easy you know it made sound so easy but obviously you know she made the impossible sound possible you know <laughs> not to yeah. blow it up you know well no she did and you know like jazz jazz music's never really been you know in in the charts or popular or kind of seen to be cool in a way until Amy Winehouse did it in in a way she really brought it into the modern day um and I can't believe it's been 10 years since her passing I just cannot believe it's 10 years like I remember it since like it was yesterday I'm sure you do as well um it's just as I say again I can't believe it's in 10 years 2011 um 
it must have been a very sad day for all of you who were in her band as well, you know, so close to her. It was. I mean, the day she passed um, was a day I'll never forget. Mm. Um, you know, i um, feeling a bit of emotion about it now. Oh, well, do you know what? Let, let's think about some good times with Amy. What is your favourite memory of Amy? What, when you're missing her, what is the one thing that you think about when you think of Amy that really puts a smile on your face? I think her charisma and she always liked to make people laugh. Oh, that's She that's should really be kind lovely. of a comedian. So, um, and it, it, what it really meant was that she felt comfortable around you. Mm. Which which made you feel special. Basically, made made you feel special. That's really nice. Do you know what? It's really nice to kind of have a little bit of an insight of who Amy who Amy was, and do you know what? And she really is still like. Um, and it's really nice that you're even sharing this. So thank you so much for sharing a little bit of insight into into a bit of Amy Winehouse because we never really got to see that, you know, and. It, I obviously studying Amy for my dissertation. I was looking into the press and, you know, how, how she was treated. It wasn't very nice by the press. And, um, you know, and uh, she had a really tough time. And it's nice to know that she was still kind of the comedian amongst her friends and um, a nice, uplifting person. So I've got a few more questions, if that's okay. Um, oh, absolutely. I've got one from Sam, who, who Sam sent one in. So hi, Sam, thank you so much for your question. Um, what young upcoming artist today reminds you of Amy in terms of talent and breakthrough? Oh, that's a really good question. Well, there's, well, there's an, a, a way I can answer that. It's kind of like, there's three artists that really inspire me mm-hmm. in a similar way that Amy inspires people. Oh, okay, but yeah, I go for it. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't compare them though because I think they're all different. But basically, Billie Eilish, mm-hmm. Dua Lipa, and and uh, Georgia Smith. Ah, okay. Well, to be fair, they did kind of blow up overnight, didn't they? They got famous yeah. so quick. Um, and, you know, Amy got famous in about three months, I think. She went from kind of nobody really knowing who she was. And then three months, she was a household name. So I think that's very similar to Dua Lipa and Billie Eilish. I, I reckon yeah. so. That's a really good answer. Um, let's see what else we have got. Um so what is your favourite, um, I was going to say, oh, there we go. What is your favourite Amy Winehouse track and why? I like the track, You Know I'm No Good, mm-hmm. um, because I feel musically it crosses all the boundaries. It's got funk, it's got soul, it's got a breakdown area before the last verse. Um, and it's very memorable. It's like it, it just sums up Amy's life. Mm-hmm. as well it makes me think about amy oh that's that's lovely as well it's really nice that music can you know bring back so many memories of amy for the consumers and people that had never met her but those same songs can bring back such kind of vivid memories for you and i think that's really lovely and if there was one song that you could perform alongside amy again what would it be what was your favorite song that you've ever performed alongside amy or your favorite gig if you could perform a favorite gig again alongside amy what would it be my favourite performance was actually a TV performance in France. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and we we done the track "He Can Only Hold Her," which is put on the album. Mm-hmm. Um, and we what we done is we created um, 
another section to it um, called Do Up That Thing. Um, and we combined both of the songs into one song. Mm-hmm. And it was just so much fun because it's like you really got to play, like properly play on it. And Amy just sounded like a million dollars when she sang. And it was just like amazing. Um, so it's, it's he can only hold her with the Do Up That Thing extended version. Check it out if you don't know. It's on YouTube. Amazing. Do you know what? I need to find this extended version. I will definitely check that out as soon as I'm home. Do you know what, Robin? I could talk to you all evening. I genuinely could. But we've only got eight minutes left of the show and I want to play a little bit of Catherine Lupino as well. So before we go, so it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. It's been lovely to virtually meet you over the airwaves today. Um, can you just remind the listeners where they can find out a little bit, bit uh, sorry, put my teeth back in, a little bit more about your um, original music, original projects, and also um, your kind of upcoming collaboration with Catherine Lupino. How can they find you on social media? Well, I think the best way is to, first of all, look on my Instagram page. I've got a lot of videos um, with um, the Scar Jazz Project. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't got anything with Catherine yet, but look, watch this space, watch the Instagram page for Catherine Lupino and our live original project. And I would say um, I'll have a lot of shows in the UK in the new year. Um, so look, just, just check my Instagram page out. That'll kind of um, inform everyone. Fantastic. What kind of, what kind of, um, oh, can you say that again? Sorry, but there's a bit of a delay. I spoke over you then, Robin. Say that again. Yeah, just, just saying the name of the page again. It's Banerjee.Robin and that's my Instagram page. Fantastic. And I will be tagging Robin in all social media, all the posts that go out about this as well. So what kind of events are you playing at in the new year then? Is it kind of hotels? Is it theatres? Is it where, where can we come and see you? Well, we haven't had a confirmation of the gigs yet, but we're, we're planning to do gigs with Catherine. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, we're doing the live video concert in the studio yeah. as a promotional tool. And then we're going to try and create a live, some live shows from there. Um, if I may say so, I've also got um, uh, live shows in Spain, but obviously people from here can't go. But I mean, if I, I could come a... along to Spain, I so would. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that's exciting as well with another singer called Sandra Cooper, who I've written an album with. Sorry to tag that in right at the end there, but it's it's kind of a a whole album of original music. Um, And it's, uh, we've got quite a few tour dates in Barcelona. Oh, wow. That's something to look out for. Well, if I'm in Barcelona at the same time, we'll definitely come along. But um, (laughs) if you've got any local to London or local to the southeast, I will definitely be at one of your gigs in the future. I've got you on Instagram now, so definitely keep in contact. I genuinely could speak to you all day. Um, So you might have to do a part two and we might have to get Catherine on to talk about your new duo as well. um, As soon as the EP is released kind of next year. Is it next year? but yeah, early next year, probably, probably February. Fantastic. Um, and also, if I may say so, Catherine and I would be delighted to come into the studios and, and perform a couple of songs. <gasps> Fantastic. Right. We've got it in right. We've got it kind of on the air. This has to happen now. <laughs> We've got confirmation. Do you know what? I would be more than happy to invite you both in into the studio. Um, it would be so lovely to see you in 3D. <laughs> Thanks, Tara. Well, thank you so much, and I'll speak to you soon. See you soon. Have a nice evening. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Bye-bye. 
So that was Robin. How, how a lovely, lovely, lovely chat Robin is. Um, so I've got four minutes left of the show. And you know what? It's time to play the reverse reverse track one more time. Are you ready for this? So I have had so many people message in, mostly saying how much they love Robin and how many amazing stories that he's told. But amongst those messages, I have uh, received some very good guesses for our reverse reverse track today and do you know what we've had so many in I can't even say who has got it right because it wouldn't be fair and we've had like about 25 people messaging which is pretty good actually over on my Instagram at Tara D Music and also on social media at River Radio Live and they have said it's Back to Black by Amy Winehouse (laughs) I had to choose an Amy Winehouse song everybody I couldn't have done it. Robin wouldn't have liked it if I didn't choose Name Mine House song. So what I want to do today is I want to finish on a song which Robin and I have spoken about very, very briefly in the interview. So Robin said that he has um, started a, a kind of a new project with Catherine Lupino. And I would love to play you a fantastic cover that Catherine has popped out over on her YouTube channel. This is Your Heart is as Black as night and here it is on river radio thank you so much for listening to inside the music scene i'll be back next week if you want to keep up to date with everything i'm doing follow me over on instagram but also you can listen to this as a podcast over on spotify google um, apple podcast loads of other streaming platforms as well as the website at river.radio that's all from me stay safe and i'll see you really soon across the thames valley one more time across the thames valley this this is river radio Your eyes may be whole, but the story I'm told is your heart is as black as night. Your lips may be sweet, such that I can't compete, but your heart is as black as night. I don't know why you came along at such a perfect time, but if I let you hang around, The feeling's all wrong Your heart is as black as Time. But if I let you hang around, 
to lose my mind Cause your hands may be strong But the feeling's all wrong Your heart is as black 